Full Circle Podcast with Julie, Glenn and Phil. Exploring and expanding the consciousness. Learning from each other. We discuss and explore our journeys of spiritual development. You are now tuned in to the Full Circle Frequency. Hello and welcome to the Full Circle Podcast. Hello, Phil. Hello, Phil. Hi, Julie. Hi, Glenn. How are you both? Uh, I'm very hot and bothered, actually. I've noticed. Oh. I've, I've, <laughs> Julie, I, to... I don't know if you've seen Glenn's little fan that he's got for himself. I've got a I man. Have. I've got a man fan. Yeah. Listen, <laughs> it is a fan, honest. I promise you. He's also got a cushion for his seat tonight, Julie. So I, I think, know. I think Glenn's going yeah. through the change at the minute, but. Um, <laughs> Let's not talk. The change of the weather. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> How are you, Julie? Have you had a good have you had a good week? Very busy. I'm buzzing as always. Uh, things to gone very fast. But uh, yeah. That's yeah. how it is at the minute for me. I've seen you've been channeling yoga y- uh, Yoda today. Yoda. Yeah, I did a healing session this afternoon and I just happened to glance at the little fellow in the window and he moved. He literally swayed. Whoa. I, yeah, I closed my eyes and thought, I've just seen something uh, very strange. And he moved again and touched the amethyst crystal. But I just carried on as if it was an everyday occurrence. So, mm, yeah, there you go. Yeah. Move the crystal, <laughs> I will. Mm. <laughs> Sorry, couldn't resist. <laughs> so there we go. That's my afternoon. <laughs> good. Brilliant. How are you, Phil? Have you had a good week? I have. It's been our, it's the end of, July is our official end of year at work, Ooh. the education year at work. Right. Um, so it's been all hands on deck up until today. It's the last working day of the year for us. So mm-hmm. been quite busy really with with normal with normal everyday stuff this yeah. week. Really, so. a relief now that you've got to the end of the yeah yeah the, the working massively year. yeah yeah. So brilliant. So yeah, been excited about this episode. Yeah. Because again, definitely we are across the pond. We are indeed today, and we are straight across to Connecticut in the USA, and we've got a very, very special guest with us, um, a special lady who is on a journey of self-love and empowerment, um, an energy alignment specialist, an oracle reader, a healer, mm-hmm. Reiki practitioner, a spiritual business coach as well um founder of feel your light as that's well that's a lovely I'll name put, isn't it it is and i will put the we'll put the links on um for this as well on on the podcast um i did put uh, i did have artistic director of tap dance as well um <laughs> we'll talk about that later um but for now please welcome katie kavanagh Welcome, Katie. Hello, Katie. <laughs> hello, hello. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me today. You're oh, welcome. You're welcome. How are you, Katie? Oh, I'm doing really, really well. It's a beautiful day and things are just wonderful. 
Good. You've already told us that you're going to the beach after oh, I this. Know. So um, <laughs> well jealous. We're all quite envious already, really. Um, Is that swimming, surfing, or sunbathing? Um, yeah, I'll be on the sandy part of the beach while pretty much everyone else is in the water. It's, you know, yeah. it's not as clear as some of the other beaches, but, you know, just to be anywhere near water is mm. a good day for me. Yeah. So I'm a happy girl. Mm, brilliant. <laughs> I agree. Yeah, yeah. Do you have a special connection to water, Katie? Is that something that you feel really connected to? Yeah, I just love being at the ocean. There's just something just so calming about just letting the water kind of just roll over your feet while you sit there and just look out into the expansiveness, knowing that, I mean, it just keeps going and going and going. It's just so calming and mesmerizing. And yeah, it's just, yeah, yeah it's just my favorite place to be. It's also, I think it's a good reminder that looking out onto the ocean is a good reminder of who we are in the, in the, in the greater consciousness, in the collective consciousness, aren't we? I feel like it's just a really good reminder of who we are, really. Yeah, and it puts things into perspective, too, of how how small and kind of almost insignificant we are in the bigger picture, you know, mm-hmm. and how there's just, there's so much out there, and there's something so much bigger than we, and just to feel that connection is so powerful. And I really, I feel like we can only do that when we're in a state of peace. And the beach brings that peace to a lot of people. Yeah, yeah it mm. does. A lot of people Definitely. seek water, don't they? And have lots of water, like features in their garden, yeah. ponds and running water and streams. So it's the sound as well, isn't it? Exactly. Yes. I was yeah. just about to mention that. It's very calming, isn't it? You know, just hearing that those waves crashing in the background. Uh, yeah. You can almost meditate out there, can't you? Yeah. Do you do you think do you think that just listening to the sound of water is actually um as releasing as being in water? Yeah, for sure. Mm. Yeah. You know those um those little I, I have a little water fountain plug in thing, you know, that I listen to just to have the water just rolling. There's something about that running, rolling water that just gets you, I don't know, it It sounds cliche, but in the flow. Yes. You know, Definitely. and it just reminds you how much you can connect with that and just be like water and how how powerful water really is because it can, it can be soft, but it can be hard at the same time. And it's amazing to see how it can be so nourishing, but how it can also be so destructive and how you can use both of those forces within your life to create something really unique and really special. Again, being soft where you need to be, but also being hard where you can kind of carve out those, um, like those riverbanks and change the direction of your life by just changing the flow, if you will, the flow of the water. You know, yeah. I think it's just a really great reminder that you have that power. Yes. Yeah, and of course, a beautiful way of putting it. Thank you. We are 70, 80% water as well, of course, <clears throat> aren't we? Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 Definitely. Katie, so tell us yeah. a bit about yourself. I've been looking, I've been 
obviously you would have you might have noticed that you had a weird friend request from me on Facebook <laughs> a few weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I just wanted to get to know you a little bit through your live videos and things like that, and I find them so inspirational and actually really on point. So I just wanted to know a bit more about yourself, really. Um, can you tell us a little bit about your own spiritual journey, your own mm, um, spiritual great. awakening? Yeah, and when did yeah. that happen? <laughs> so um, I grew up in the 80s, and when I hit like, a, I don't know, maybe six or seven, maybe eight, I knew that I was different. I was really different. Um, like I I could astral project. I talked to the ghosts in our house and I knew that there was just something kind of like weird about me, but because it was the eighties and the early nineties, nobody really talked about this kind of stuff. Mm, Um, I remember I was riding my bike to the library a few times a week and I was the only person to check out this one book. Mm. I think it was like from time life or something. And it was on ESP. And it was my name, you know, on the library card, and then my name, and then my name, and then my name. And I was, I was really young at the time. So to be studying this sort of stuff, um, when, you know, all my friends, all they just wanted to do is, like, play tag and climb the trees and whatnot. And here I am doing all this metaphysical, weird-ass stuff. Um, but, it, you know, it made me feel really good. And, like, that was me. And I started to study Wicca when I was in my early teens and studied that and just really got into all of this magic um, energy work, kind of understanding a little bit about how the cosmos work. And I met my mentor when I was about 15 and showed me all these different things about um, being able to call in different guides and frequencies and use crystals and understand card reading and it it felt like I was home when I was studying all of this and really yeah. being in the midst of all of this mystical uh, knowledge and wisdom, really, that I was acquiring. But granted, I was like one of the only people in my town and in my school who did this. And so, I don't know, I was always kind of like weird mm-hmm. and whatever but i was i was labeled the free spirit so i just went with it and they were like yeah that's that's katie okay it is (laughs) so i you know i enjoyed it and um you know and then when when i was in my 20s my early 20s my father passed away and that just sent me into a really dark place and Mm. i just didn't connect anymore with this whole spiritual side and everything that i was doing i got really dark deep into drugs and alcohol and ended up having severe depression for almost two and a half decades. Mm -hmm. So fast forward through all of that hot mess that was my life. And, you know, a lot of it I've blacked out because I just don't want to remember it. It was so painful and it was so difficult. And I, if had I not had tap dance, like dance was my life. And I've been a professional dancer since I was in my teens. I started my teaching career when I was uh, 16. And I've done that ever since until up until the COVID lockdowns. And that was my saving grace. And I plunged my life into tap dance. Um, I ended up breaking my foot and my wrist within like 12 months of each other in school. So I couldn't even finish my dance major. 
and I ended up going for theater education, dance education instead of a performance career. So I've been plagued with all of these injuries as well. And I pushed through, I pushed through, I pushed through. I was like, this is what I meant to do. This is my calling. I'm here to entertain people. This is what I love. I'm a musician. Mm-hmm. You know, even though I'm not playing in the Boston Symphony Orchestra, I'm still a tap dancer. So I'm a musician. I'm a percussionist. I get to sing. I get to do all this and be on stage. And I loved it. And I moved from Boston to Connecticut um, to be with my fiance and open up a retail store. And I got a promotion with them and everything. So things were good. I was working like 60 to 80 hours a week with a full-time visual merchandising job and then teaching five, you know, five, six days a week. Um, and then I got injured again. Oh, and this yeah. time it was my hip. Wow. When you injure your hip, you can't like do anything. And it was about seven months before anybody gave me any sort of idea about what I could have done Mm. and they were still unsure like all the mris and nothing came back that showed that there was any damage and i ended up going in for exploratory surgery and they had said to me thank goodness you came in when you did because you have so much damage you're about to not be able to walk and that just kind of hit me across the face like oh my god like i knew something was wrong with my body but no medical doctor could tell me what and i was like i feel like something is torn in my hip And it turns out I had torn my cartilage like big time. And I was like, something's wrong. Something's wrong. Something's wrong. And I was like, trusting my body, trusting my body. But nothing I was doing was making things better. And I was going deeper into depression. So I ended up having the surgery. And nine months later, had the same exact surgery on the other side for the same exact problem that didn't show up in any of the MRIs or any of the other tests. And So I had back-to-back surgeries and the recovery time is 18 months. Mm -hmm. So nine months into my first surgery, I had my second surgery. And then nine months after that, I ended up getting pregnant with my daughter. (laughs) So then nine months after that, I had a C-section. So I was out of my career for a while. And it was like one thing after another, after another, after another. And then came the postpartum depression and then came the really bad depression. And then it was just a mess. And I just looked at myself and I'm like, okay, let me get back to dance because that's my saving grace. Yeah. And I went back, ended up hurting myself even more, teaching way too many classes, feeling so burnt out because of the baby and the depression. And then having to like, you know, up my game because here I am, I'm one of the most known. There's, there's only a handful of tap dancers that are really well known in Connecticut. And I happen to be one of them because I started my own company and I've been in New York studying. I've gone through a lot of these hardcore training programs and you know, to live up to that expectation too, when you physically and mentally know that you are not able to, and it's like the same thing that Simone Biles is going through, like having the weight of her reputation on her shoulders and having to really live up and perform when she didn't want to, you know, I've gone through that. I'm like, this isn't, this isn't right. Like this doesn't bring me joy. This makes me even more upset. And then right before COVID hit, right when I was getting towards the end of really wanting to continue being a tap dancer, at this point I'd done it for 25 years. And my friend who helped me start my company ended up passing away out of the blue from a heart attack. Oh no! And that was the turning point for me that made me realize I'm not happy doing what I'm doing. I've been on a personal development journey for, you know, 10 years at that point. 
Mm-hmm. And I was like, why am I pushing to do something that doesn't bring me joy? Mm-hmm. And her death made me see that. It made me realize that, you know, you only have so much time here and you yeah. don't know when your last day is going to be. That's true. And mm-hmm. why are you going to do something that doesn't bring you joy just so that other people can see you a certain way and that other people can be happy, but at your expense? Yeah. And that hit me across the face. I was like a bitch slap and a half from the universe <laughs> saying, wake the hell up, girl. Mm. And a week later, I started my company. And then two weeks after that, I had clients. I hadn't even finished my coaching cert- certification yet. And I had got clients. And I was like, okay, this is what I need to be doing. And it was scary, you know, because when yeah. you, you know, when you discover you have these, for lack of a better word, these superpowers, you know, you're, you're, spiritual gifts, these mm-hmm. powers of uh, like clairvoyance and clairessence and claircognizance, and you have this ability to intuitively read people, like that, that can be really scary when you don't know how to use it. And then, of course, like being able to lucid dream and have all of this, um, these, these abilities within the dream world, like that, again, super scary, which was why I just never slept. So to have all of this kind of like open up right then and there, right, like right after she passed away. And then right before the lockdowns and everything started, like there was a you know, four week period where it was just like, holy shit, what's happening to me? Yeah. And everything sort of, I, I joke about it. I was like, oh yeah, I, you know, I'm a light worker. I came online. I got activated mm-hmm. that day. And it's kind of true because, you know, when you open yourself up and you're, and you make that decision, which it really was, it was that decisive energy of, you know, yes, I am supposed to do this. I am, I am here now in this new chapter being directed to step into this new role so that I can help people heal. And it was like a light bulb went off and I had just done all of this work to heal from severe anxiety and depression. And I was like, at that point I was right on the end of it. So luckily her death didn't put me back into a spiral. Like it, it unfortunately started me. Um, off of my path of sobriety, but you know, it was like, I would rather end up off of sobriety than dead. So I was like, okay, whatever, this is what it is, but I'm not going to go back to the depression. And Mm -hmm. since I'm not going to go back to the depression, I can help people elevate themselves to not go back to depression. And so that's kind of how it all started. And it just progressively, I just got more open and open and open. And then I kept asking and asking and asking, you know, what else do I have that's available to me that I can use to help other people? Like, how can I be more of service? And with those types of questions, my gifts just started opening up like crazy. And I finally was able to step in and trust because there was something within me that knew that this was what I was supposed to do. Yeah. And again, with that leaning in, I mean, I've been so happy. Like, sure, I have bad days. Everybody's got bad days. But Mm. wow, like what a difference. It's like night and day of how I show up in the world now that I've owned this part of me that I'm no longer suppressing or avoiding or denying. I've welcomed it in. And life has just been so amazingly wonderful ever since. So, you know, to go through all of that shit and mm. all of that, just mm, all that hard, just indecision and 
having the weight of the world on my shoulders and just not knowing what to do and not knowing how to handle life and just feeling overwhelmed. Like when I, when I was in it, it just felt like the worst possible place I could be. And now I realized I was put in that position so that I could come out on the other side to turn around and share my story to help every single other person who has, who is stuck there where mm, I was definitely. a few short years ago. What a beautiful journey yeah. that is. And like you say, you had to go through that in order to uh, to empathize with others that are going yeah. through the same and, and share that love and compassion for them where more than likely most people wouldn't. So, you know, and yeah. with you obviously um, going with the flow a little bit more rather than resisting it there, um, the universe has supported you every step of the way since you let go of the reins there. And I love that turn of phrase that you use, how may I serve? And he was asking that question daily. And I think that's important that we all do that because once you ask that question, the universe answers and it puts you where you need to be. Yeah. So yeah. thank you so much for sharing that. Um, yeah. Phenomenal journey that you've so, had. Yes, yeah. Such a courageous yeah. and brave lady. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, uh, so many years of, so many years, Katie. There for you of of, of expansion, really, and and I suppose triggers to to pull you. I suppose triggers that make you feel like you've been pulled back, yeah. but actually you're being shot forward. It makes you stronger, you're being pushed doesn't forward. it? Yeah, so yeah. That you don't don't relapse yeah, into exactly. a kind of a pattern. Yeah. Mm. Well done. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I, yeah I always say sometimes you have to get pulled backwards in order to go forward, just like the arrows. Yes. You know, yeah. you have to you have to have that in order to see a new perspective so that you can easily, quite literally, be shot forward. Yeah. Yeah. Do you Katie, do you think that the, the depression that you went through, that, that that journey of depression, do you think that was part of the part of your a lot of times we talk to people and we talk about depression and actually that depression was part of um an awakening do you feel that actually i know you that you were already awake, awake. to a degree yeah. mm -hmm. uh do you feel that that was another phase of awakening for you another cycle perhaps yeah. a level yeah i mean i got diagnosed with depression um in my late teens so, I mean, like I'd literally been dealing with it my whole life and I've, I've seen it progress from mild to, to like debilitating yeah. and having, having the ability now to look back on it, I, I realized that every cycle that I went through was deeper than the last. But had it not been that way, I wouldn't have been able to uncover a lot of these deep-seated patterns and wounds that I had. Um, and I recently had another one come up. So, the, I mean, the depression definitely isn't there at this time, but the awareness is. Mm. And so it's interesting to look at it, whereas before, it would have been a few weeks or a few months or even up to a few years of ha of having depression over this one aspect of my life mm -hmm. where now having gone through all those cycles and seeing looking back how i responded or reacted 
now I have the ability to step out of it and say, okay, I recognize this pattern and I can call it out for what it is. And I'm going to lift myself up so I can zoom out on this situation and see different perspectives. How would I look at it from the perspective of where I was 10 years ago? How would I look at it from the perspective of where I was five years ago? How would I look at it, you know, five days out from now and maybe a month out from now, or maybe five years out from now? And I take all those perspectives. I'm like, well, what kind of awareness can I gain? What is this situation supposed to teach me? You know, before it would have been, oh, I'm a victim. I'm in victim mode. Woe is me. The world sucks. You know, give me a drink. Mm -hmm. But now it's like, okay, this is happening. I'm going to let it go. I'm going to let everything, every emotion that I'm feeling pass through me so it can just move and not get stuck. Anything that does get stuck, I'll come back to a little bit later. But really, it comes down to what can I learn from this situation? And being able to have that knowledge, I think, is, is, it's like the golden key that unlocks everything. So had I not gone through all those cycles and, and like the entire range that you can possibly experience, then I never would have come out with that awareness and the ability to pull myself out and to say, what's the lesson here? There's a, a great teacher as well called uh, Byron Katie. And um, she offers the gift where she encourages her students and clients to question those thoughts. And is that true? You know, just with that sentiment, is that true? And then keep delving deeper in in that line of questioning with your um, own internal um, turmoil, if you like. Mm -hmm. And um, by doing that, she exposes and she does it. She's on YouTube and she does it with all the clients. Um, that they find that awakening journey just there to be had by following that line of questioning. Um, so are you aware of her work there, Katie? Yeah, yeah, I love her work. And that's usually the first question I ask when, you know, those thoughts come up is, is this true? Yeah. Yeah, there's so much power in that question. Definitely. Uh, what I admired about your your personal journey there was, the fact not only was you going through uh, mental anguish, but mm. also physical pain as well yeah. at the same time. The injuries. So to get through both of those things and keep on going, that is another level of strength, mm. you know, and, and I'm sure I speak for everybody here. We applaud you for that. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 What a great you, leader yeah. and a great teacher you are to, to share that uh, yeah. today with us and, and the listeners. So thank you. Yeah. Those, those, Thank you. Those physical things that you went through, Katie, those physical illnesses and with the hip and all that sort of stuff. Do you do you look back at look back at those and think, actually, that was that was a that was a message. That was my body mm. telling me something. That yeah. was. <laughs> do you do you look back at that and think yeah. that was a message for me back <laughs> then? Uh, oh yes. <laughs> um, right after my first hip surgery, as irritated and as frustrated and mm-hmm. angry and bitter as I was, mm. I actually was able to step out and say, this is a blessing in disguise. And that right there was a turning point for me because from there I was able to look at the second one as a blessing in disguise. And I was able to look at my birth story as a blessing in disguise I was able to look at some of the other things that happened down the road that I didn't even tell you guys about. (laughs) Um, I was able to step out and look at all of those as a blessing in disguise as well. Um, Things happen for a reason. Yeah. 
you know, <laughs> being able to just turn around and, and you know, you know, because most of the time in the moment, you're, you're not going to say this is a blessing. <laughs> it's only uh, afterwards. Isn't but it? I, I will say there was one instance where that did happen. Um, and that was when I almost got arrested for um, a DUI for drinking and um, watching my car get towed away. And I said to myself, as soon as I got home, this was a blessing. And it changed my life. Yeah. And in the, mm-hmm. in the most positive way. And so, yeah, being able to, to, understand that everything happens for Amazing. you and not to you gives you that power to really understand that yeah there is a message here this is a blessing it's made to redirect you to something better or to something that's more beneficial to your growth yes yeah, like i a think lesson. that when we look at situations these situations that we label as bad if we can just turn them around and say, this is designed to help me grow in a specific way, how can I find that way? Then that takes a lot of the, um, the agitation and the irritation and the upset and the anxiety and the stress and the worry out of that experience. And it leads you to look at that experience through eyes of potential joy you know, for yeah. what can you learn? How can you turn this around? And holy, like, win when you can do that, you know, and, and not allow that experience to bring you down and sink you into, you know, those lower vibration emotions Mm -hmm. and things like that. Well, I personally enjoy your uh, live card readings that you do online there, Katie. I think (laughs) (laughs) that your work is amazing. I mean, watching you work, you, you really are channeling that information. You can see that information channeling right through you. And there's such a lovely flow about it. And um, that energy in itself, those words are very healing. You know, you can actually feel them across the pond when, you know, when we do watch you there. And everything that you bring through is accurate. And I love the way that you delve deep into the message of the card as well that you pull, not only just channeling the information, but you delve deep. And it all makes sense. It's all spot on. So I want to congratulate you on that because it's a pleasure to watch. Mm. Uh, so thank you for sharing your gifts with us all because um, I feel as though you need to keep doing that. You know, you, you're opening people's minds and their hearts by doing that. Yeah, definitely. Oh, thank you. Keep going. Actually, yeah, that's one of those areas where I really leaned in and <laughs> the universe has got my back. Definitely. So, yay. <laughs> you're right there, actually, Glenn. I've... The, the the live videos that I've watched, Katie, um, even before, even without speaking, that energy just radiates. And that you you see, if if I see you on on Facebook Live, that energy just radiates mm. out. You don't. You wouldn't need to speak. You could just. You could just be silent on a live video and and send healing <laughs> yeah. out, and people would love yeah. that. <laughs> Yeah. So I have to just the hair, <laughs> just the blue hair alone, just sends. Oh, I know the hair. Fantastic <laughs> healing, out, doesn't it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this this gives off some fun vibes, huh? Yeah, yeah, definitely. It, it just in the middle of the day, when if I'm if I'm at my laptop and just working away, and I happen to put Facebook on, and, and you're there on a live, just makes you feel happy just to see you on there. Mm. Just gives you that feeling of joy. It's uh, it really you really are amazing, so. Thank you. Now, 
what I wanted to talk about, so we all know about the energies at the minute and the massive mm, expansion, energy. the collective energies and the expansion of consciousness at the minute. How's that? How are you finding that at the minute, Katie? How are you finding the changes in energies at the minute? Oh, well, whew, there's definitely, I mean, I feel, I feel the energetic war. Yeah. So yeah. I, mm. I feel the heaviness and, yeah. you know, the, the fight, like the good fight, I'll put it that way. Yep. Like I, yeah. I feel it and it can be so overwhelming at some points mm. that, I mean, like I, I'll just tell you, I, I lost it on Monday. There was no reason, no reason, and it was just the weight of the energies of what's happening in the world that it just weighed on me, brought me down. It's like breakdown central at the stoplights, at the McDonald's parking lot, in the parking lot at work, <laughs> at work, and it was like, oh my god. But at least I know I wasn't the only empath who like broke down and cried all day long. So I know I'm not the only one who's feeling the weight of what is happening, but I'm also, it warms my heart and it uplifts me to know how many people are in this whole expansive consciousness and who are opening up to it. I mean, I believe that's why I'm called to do what I do is to help people awaken to that and it's like every single day I feel more and more and more people being open to this and who are willing to step out of the old paradigm and into something new and something unknown because they see that the old way is no longer working. That's true. And so that Definitely. gives me so much joy and so much hope for the future because, again, we can't we obviously can't control what other people do think, say, feel, or believe, but we can plant the seed so that it can grow into that consciousness within someone that they may or may not choose to recognize in the future. And by being able to be so open and to be able to freely talk about these things, at least right now, um, and to plant those seeds of awareness, I think that's so valuable in today's, um, in just today's existence, really. And the more that you can get yourself out there in these subtle ways and plant these seeds for people who might not necessarily be open to it or into it or yeah. have any inkling that it even exists, yeah. um, just to be able to do that through social media and through just showing up like just walking through life, shining your light. And yeah, there's so much, one. there's so much value in the fact that you, you know that you are planting that tree and you will never sit underneath the shade. Yeah. And just to walk through life that way is so powerful. It's like that magic little fairy dust that just blows off of you into the wind, you know? So being able to be in touch with all of these energies and being able to, connect people with these energies in how however it decides to work um is just it's part of why i love doing what i get to do yeah mm. i think it's so i hope that answers your question yeah i think it's yeah. so important to be that example for lead by else. example lead by it? example and that's mm. probably the easiest way to change how do you change the world start by changing yourself Self. yeah yeah. And and then 
you, you've changed those, change those little things about yourself and just watch that that ripple just go out into the consciousness. It's not about Something that. that. Yeah. And isn't it so well. funny how, how everybody wants everything on the outside to change without changing themselves <laughs> the first? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't, doesn't work that way, you guys. Got to work <laughs> on the inside out. Yeah, Do you find as well, exactly. Katie, that, that your healing abilities, both with sound and Reiki, is helping others like um, connect to their true potential and allow them to take those rose-tinted shades off oh, so that they can yeah. see their true light coming through? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Since I've added the sound healing... Um, to my my practices and to my meditations that I guide yeah. people through and to my one-on-one clients that I work with, the results that I have experienced through not only myself, but also through my clients have been phenomenal. Like there is something to the sound healing that opens you up in a different way. And I use a couple of different techniques with my sound healing because I'm, I'm yeah. not just a sound healer. I do, I bring people through an entire guided meditation to open them up. And I have found that pretty much every single person I have worked with has had a major shift in their ability to, um, release their grip uh, on life really. And to just open themselves up to that higher power and being more connected to their own intuition. So I feel like a lot of the sound healing and the Reiki and some of the other um, energetic techniques that I use really allow people that safe space where they can open up. Like one of the things that I make sure I do is I build them a little container where it's safe for them to experience what they have to offer themselves. And so often people don't realize the power that they hold within themselves and what they're doing that blocks it. And of course we are the ones that block ourselves. You know, nobody is keeping Mm -hmm. us from doing anything. We are the ones that hold back the permission to be our magical, crazy, beautiful, unique selves. And so when I bring people into this safe container that we create, um, I find they just open up to this this beautiful source that they let in in a brand new way that they're not used to doing. And all of a sudden they get filled up with this light and this love and this, this sense of calm and peace yeah. and serenity. And it, it's almost like they've never experienced it before. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's weird to be like, well, why? Why do why don't we allow ourselves to experience this bliss? We you know, it's like it's, we have to come to a healer instead yeah. of just saying, "I'm just going to be blissful today." Would so you, hopefully, my hope for for humanity is someday we can get to that point where we can just open ourselves up by just taking a deep breath and saying, "I get to be in bliss today." You know, that's again, yeah. that's one of the reasons why I do what I do. Would you say it's peer pe- pressure as well? From the uh, the masses, you know, we, we've all been sort of programmed in a certain way, and if you try and step out of that, then you know, you look down upon. You get ridiculed, don't mm. you? So a lot of people yeah. are afraid of yeah. doing that. And mm. I don't know. Yeah, I I always say, no matter what you get, what you do, somebody's going to judge you for it. That's so true. just yeah. do it anyway. Yeah. Exactly. So you know, I'm willing to. I walked away from my dance. 
career so I could step into being this witchy, woo-woo, weird-ass, blue-haired girl. And I love it. And I own this. And I will not, will not step down for anybody else because I know this is my truth. And so I know that when I show up like this, then that allows people to feel comfortable to also start showing up like this. Exactly. And yeah. yeah, just I don't I don't care what people say about me because this is what makes me happy and this is what I'm called to do. And I also feel that, you know, when we vibrate at a certain level, people who don't vibrate at our level, they can't reach us because yeah. we don't let them. They just sort of and move away, don't so I they? haven't really Yeah, I haven't really run into a lot of people who are like, Oh, you're so weird, I can't believe you do what you do. <laughs> and, like, and if I do, I'm like, Okay. Thanks. You know, have a blessed day. I'll pray for you. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. <laughs> so you were saying that early. You said earlier, Katie, that sound, you just started putting sound therapy into what you do. I've seen a picture of yourself with um, with a gong. So I know that you do gong therapy, <laughs> don't you? Gong baths at the minute. What other? No, what? I work with the. Yeah, I work with a gong, and I have a beautiful, um, I believe it's copper, uh, moon bowl with a beautiful uh, picture of green Tara. And it's a really big, it's one of those big, huge sound bowls that, like, you know, my whole head can fit in. Um, <laughs> so just between those, those two, um, those two instruments were the best investment I have ever made in my entire life. And I can't wait to get more. Um, but I also, I have bells, <laughs> and I'd like to learn the drumming, but I'm just so into the gong right now. Yeah. Like that right there, the, the gong is the game changer. I have yes. never found something that works so fast and so efficiently as the gong. And every person that I have, I have used the gong with, and I use it in my weekly, um, sound healing meditations that I teach everybody's experience is like oh my gosh I wasn't in my head (laughs) yeah that's what sound healing can do for you especially the gong and you know because your brain it doesn't it's not able to find a pattern because the sound waves don't move in a natural pattern that we're used to hearing and so the brain can't follow it and so it tries and it tries and it tries and it tries and therefore it can't have all those crazy thoughts cluttering your mind (laughs) What? Mm. So, I, yeah. <laughs> I love the whale song that you can produce on mm, the gongs as well. Great, that is. Yes, Beautiful yeah. tone. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. The copper bowl, is that a bit like a singing bowl then, Katie, when you describe the bowl? Yeah. Yeah, they, um, they come in all different, all different sizes. Mm. Um, Sounds very interesting. Yeah, and it just kind of just depends on what you want. You know, like my, my trainer, my mentor – is one is so well known for sound healing and his collection is just massive and i think i tried probably all of his instruments wow. but he was my <laughs> my reiki trainer reiki one yeah. through master's level so i think i played all of his <laughs> instruments but yeah i kept coming back to this one yeah. bowl and i was like oh my god i love it how much is it and i looked at the price <laughs> i was like Ugh, <laughs> and then one day i went back and i was like i was playing it again and i'm like you know what mental this bowl yeah. coming home with me yeah. and yeah. i was like whatever i don't care what it costs and yeah. i went home with the bowl 
<laughs> and it was think, worth every single penny I paid because I use it every single day. Yeah. I think <laughs> I'm like that with one particular singing bowl of mine, actually, and it's just that one. Yeah. But yeah, it's so fantastic. It I love that what that singing I just love yeah. that one. I'd love to have a set of the crystal singing bowls. Oh. I'd love to have a set of them. Um, but they are quite expensive, aren't they? So yeah. I was reading, somebody sent me, um, actually Kathy sent me some information on the importance of humming and how, mm. and how the hum acts the same way as om. Yeah. And that that's, actually, can I read a bit of that too? Of Is course. That okay? yeah. You might find this. I will send you the whole thing, actually. But I'll just I'll just read you this small part. This is from uh, Fred Fred Lamotte, his name is, um, and it's just it's just really quite nice. Uh, your hum, if you let it, sinks down and connects to the holy name, the mantra, the river of sound that sang the galaxies from silence. Your hum is the song of Bra Mari, the bee goddess. Let it vibrate through your skull, soothing your hypothalamus, opening the almond fragrance of your amygdala, amygdala, lighting the chandelier of your pituitary in the ballroom at the centre of your brain, polishing the blue pineal pearl whose arrow of shakti will open the eye in your forehead. I just think that's, that's only... a bee breath, isn't it? That's a yeah. yogic breath. Yeah. Yes, I've the... done the bee breath yeah. before. Yeah. I just I'll send you all of that, but that one, but that section in there, I thought that is so nice. The nectar and just that. about the hum. It's enchanting, and just isn't it? Sitting and humming. Um, yeah, I just found that quite. I think we used to do that at uh, at high school. There, we used to all have a general consensus. Right, when the teacher comes in, we're all going to hum and make out that we're not doing it. And it used to drive the teacher nuts, but we was in absolute bliss doing it. So yeah, <laughs> I can see can see the beauty of that. <laughs> so that could be a new that could be a new another meditation, couldn't it? A hum meditation. To be or not to be. Yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Hmm. So. So what do you find, Katie? Is that the most popular way that you work with people uh, to, I guess, uh, lift their consciousness or awaken them and light them? Is it a combination of all of the uh, things that you've mentioned so far? Yeah. Um, you know, when people come to see me in person, it's usually for the sound healing. But I do a lot with words as well. Um, words are my specialty. So, you know, a lot of my, my uh, social media posts tend to be around the way that you speak to yourself or the mm -hmm. way that you think about yourself, uh, diving into allowing your feelings to be fully felt. Um, I think that there's so many dimensions to healing that you do have to kind of take a look at what you need in the moment. Mm -hmm. But I do believe that there are five elements of your reality that when you are aligned with them and you're conscious of them and you work to, to really hone your, uh, your recogn uh, recognition of them, your words, your thoughts, your actions, your beliefs, and your feelings, um, when you have the capability of 
kind of being your own puppet master, then you can, you can really get your life like straight. I don't want to say straightened out. That's not really the right word, but going in the direction that you want to go. And then when you're in the direction you want to go, then I feel like that healing, the sound healing and the Reiki and the meditations, they open you up to like exponential growth very, very, very quickly. So I work with both areas, um, to get, you know, those five elements all aligned and then also Mm -hmm. to get all of that stuck energy out of your body so it can be transmuted and repurposed. So, you know, I, I use a combination depending on who needs what, um, you know, every, every person is different. Every situation is different. So therefore every session is going to be different. Um, you know, so if you were to book three sessions with me, you're going to end up probably getting three completely different sessions. So that's kind of a, a nice thing about having all of these tools under my belt. Um, and it's also kind of fun for my clients because they don't necessarily know what they're going to get when they come in to see me. <laughs> so I always like to keep them on their toes because then you, because you know, you know, if you're going into therapy and it's talk therapy, you know what you're going to talk about. So you can kind of plan that in advance sometimes. But when you come to see me, you have no idea what I'm going to do. So nothing's <laughs> planned. So I actually can get honest answers from you. And I can get you to go really deep because I'm going to put you on the spot. And I, I don't know. I just kind of have a way of allowing you to feel safe going deep and getting exactly what you need in that moment that you're with me. Mm, yeah. yeah, good. Yeah, I, I do healing myself, Katie, and I tend to do a, a variety of techniques as well and find it really effective. So I can really relate to what you're saying there. Yeah, amazing. <laughs> yeah, it's nice mm-hmm. to have all the different modalities, you yeah. know, because again, every every body responds differently, differently. you know. Yeah. So if crystals don't work on work as well with somebody, yeah. you can use Reiki or you can use matrix energetics or you can use the peace process or you know whatever else you have underneath your belt. So it's kind of a nice kind of a nice um, position to be in as a practitioner. Again, to have all of these different modalities. Mm. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We were interviewing somebody the other week who uses uh, flower essence, weren't we? That was that was really interesting. Yes, Katie. Tara, wasn't it? Yeah. Tara, yes, Tara. To, to to listen to how she uses the flower, the flower essence flower energies. Yeah. yeah, that was really interesting. Yeah. What's next for you, Katie? What's what's next on your agenda? Mm. To where do you see your development going now? For your personal development. Well, um, I'm, I'm definitely working on getting deeper into the sound healing. Um, that's been something that's just pulled me so intensely. Uh, so that's uh, definitely my next step in doing more with, uh, getting myself out there as a sound healer. And then I've been diving into understanding energy medicine a little bit more and understanding the body and all these different acupressure points and how the meridians work on a deeper level. So I'm my next step is really to go more inside the body and understand the energetic systems of what's really happening within us and how we can use those and tweak them and get more in tune with our natural body rhythms and the rhythms of the planet Mm. so that we can protect ourselves on a deeper level. So really I'm going into how can we protect ourselves and how can we, um, 
really open up that ability to self-heal and teach people, uh, make people even aware that they have the ability to heal themselves and good practices to protect your energy, protect your health, and to boost your immune system from the inside out. And again, just come back to nature, come back to the connection with source and, and stand in the power that you have and that you have the ability to tap into. So that's really um, like herbs Because I feel things. like when we are, when we're in that state, then we have the ability to live a really joyful, happy, health, healthy life. And so that's my goal is to be able to touch people in the way where they understand that they have all of this and it is available to them and it's not difficult to get or to understand. That's wonderful. Mm -hmm. Would you say affirmational work, you know, like such as I am love will help them uh, connect to that, that true essence who they truly are? Yes and no. Um, okay. This kind of this gets into the whole you know power of words thing, but I yeah. will I'll keep it short because I could talk about this for hours and hours. <laughs> um, but I will say this about the affirmations: if you are not aligned, meaning if your beliefs do not match up with your words, affirmations will not work. Yeah. So true. if you say okay. I am happy, but you don't believe it, you're not going to be happy, and That's so you're true. wasting your energy. Mm. However, if you're if you were to say I am willing to be happy then that opens up a crack within your system, within your belief system that says, okay, I'm open to something new, even if I don't believe it right now. And so if you add that, I am willing to be, yada, yada, or I'm open to be, um, then I find that that will work better for you. I like but that. you can also use if formations as opposed to affirmations <laughs> saying, well, <laughs> what if I were happy? Right. And then your brain will start to search for that answer. Mm -hmm. So yes and no on affirmations. Um, yeah. I like to use the open-ended questions of the what ifs um, or change it around to use the, well, I'm not right now, but so I'm willing. And I find that those I tend like to work that. a little bit better. Yeah. I do like the affirmations. I quite like that. Yeah. Mm. Resonates. So is. how can we reach you how can people reach you if they want to get in touch with you then katie uh, you've got websites and as well as your facebook and instagram and that type of thing yeah i'm usually facebook is my main platform um mm -hmm. i'm also on instagram as boogie to the music okay. and i'm where else am i yes i have my website feelyourlight.com okay um and then well locally here in connecticut i'm at the red barn um, but you can find me sometimes on the Red Barn, uh, the Red Barn in Durham Facebook page as well. Excellent. So, yeah. That's Durham in the USA, I presume, and not Durham in the UK. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. How <laughs> <County> Durham <laughs> we have? <laughs> oh, lovely. Well, thank it's you. Been very informative. It yeah, I've mm. really enjoyed. And I think I'm going to get told we've got two minutes in a minute. You are, so we, we, we need to... Uh, so thank you so much, Katie, for being with us this evening. We've, well, this afternoon in your, uh, where you are. Um, I have thoroughly enjoyed talking to you and um, the the wisdom that just oozes out from, from you is just wonderful to listen to as well. So So thank you very much from myself. Yes. Yeah, you have a, a thank thank you. This has been amazing. Thank you 
so much. You're welcome. You have a wonderful energy, yeah, and, um, you know, like Phil said earlier, you know, it just oozes from you. You wouldn't have to say anything <laughs> on your videos there. Mm -hmm. You just have a presence about you. So I want to, again, thank you for doing that, and please continue to do so um, because the world needs it right now. They need mm. more Katie's out there doing what you're doing. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, very inspiring. I hope we haven't taken too much beach time. I know. Yes. Yeah, so, uh, <laughs> of course not. <laughs> oh, Get to you. the ocean very shortly then. So, uh, yeah. 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 Well, we'd love to have you back on again at some point if you'd be willing to do that as well, Katie. Absolutely. It would be my pleasure. Oh, that is excellent of you. Yeah, then we can get an update of where you're up to and how things are going and how things are changing for everybody. It'd be nice to have a conversation as well between the difference between uh, the spiritual side of things in the UK to how they are in the USA as well. Yeah, that would be you know, really interesting. You know, the way that people work uh, and the movement, the spiritual movement in the USA, you know, and, and the spiritual movement of the UK as well. Yeah. I think it, I think it seems uh, it's more open in in the USA, isn't it? Do you would you say that? Do you think it's more just the spiritual the spiritual side is more open in the USA? Do you think? I feel like it is. You know, there's it seems like there's a lot of the alternative medicine and the wellness centers and the holistic healing that's popping up everywhere here. So I think more and more people are open to it. And there's a lot of doctors as well who are using some of these quote, quote, spiritual techniques um, in addition to complement the Western medicine right. um, practices that we have here. So, yeah. you know, I, I, I feel good about the expansion of the spirituality. That's marvelous. Yeah. That's a good note to end on there, I think. So uh, yeah. Yeah. we will catch up again next time to explore that further Lovely. yeah so we're going to say uh, goodbye to you now katie and thank you again it's been a pleasure thank you thank you katie you enjoy your time at the beach and don't get too sunburnt will you thanks <laughs> <laughs> oh lovely yeah enjoy thank enjoy you so much. enjoy the water enjoy the sea was... so lovely thank you thank you have a wonderful evening you too namaste everybody yeah must um and uh, we will definitely have another discussion on another episode about the spiritual movement from the us to the uk definitely mm, i think it's nice to know all the different territories i mean we're all connected by energy anyway so theoretically yeah. we should be on the same par shouldn't we really yeah, yeah. bro okay now must stay everybody namaste. thank you Thank you for listening and continuing to support the Full Circle Podcast. We would love for you to subscribe and share. Don't forget to find us on our official Facebook page.
Until next time, have a good time, all of the time.